It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Let me tell you something, brother. You better recognize your brother. Let's go, brother. You're listening to the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. My brother. Number six for Colvin. My brother 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 you're my kid brother you take care of me the calvin brother on z i'm the three we're brothers we're the colvin brothers but marge i want to see my brother colvin brothers my brother makes the noises for the talking i meant to say colvin oh brother he's my brother the colvin brothers (laughs) (laughs) on z93 now here's steven and mikey everybody it's sunday and you know what that means it's time for the colvin brothers on z93 well that's us and this one here a true colvin classic going out to kirsten in frisco texas and also sonia with two ends in breakneck uh just a one of those songs that has always been part of our lives it predates your birth i remember when jim croce's plane went down but that's not the uh, celebrity death that we're going to dwell on today there was a very very sad week for uh us fans of rock and roll and uh do you have an eddie van halen story that's personal to you well eddie van halen i got a chance to see them and Def Leppard in 93 at the Orange County Speedway. That's a double bill. In uh, Middletown. So mm-hmm. I think you probably gave me the tickets for that. Well, you knew it was summer because they were rocking in Middletown. <laughs> but uh, the only time I ever saw Van Halen, and I will always be more of a Roth guy, Diamond Dave really influenced my career. But I did see the, the Van Hagar version, I want to say in 86, BTO opened. That's how long ago this was. Bachman Turner Overdrive. They weren't even a throwback act. They were still they were still around. They were taking care of business. <laughs> they were indeed. And this was at Madison Square Garden. It's the first time I ever peed in place. Like I couldn't get out of my 
my seat because I was in the middle and I just was like, all right, screw it. I'm going here. <laughs> Usually we close the show with who died today, but this has been such a huge thing and still is on social media. I've been enjoying reading all the stories. And one of the things that uh, Eddie Van Halen had in his writer in the green room, they made sure there was no brown M&Ms. Which, of course, has since become a cliche, but it was Van Halen that started that thing. Like whenever you talk about a, a, a band's writer, it's like, what color can the M&Ms be? And that goes back to Van Halen. I think my favorite story, I was listening to an interview with Eddie, and this was during that period where there really wasn't a Van Halen. Van Hagar was done, and uh, don't say it. I'm going Gary to Sharon. the Gary Sharon era had come and gone. I don't even know if they ever toured. More but, than words uh, well, from Extreme. Well, that yeah, that that song is fine. So yeah, they put out an album called Van Halen Three. Oh man, with Gary Sharon, and the interviewer asked Eddie about it. His response, and it was it was actually Eddie and Alex that were in on the interview, and they're like, yeah, that album went triple plywood. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's buried somewhere with the E.T. Atari game. It certainly is. And, uh, you know, we could have picked anything today. But, again, as somebody that's an original Van Halen fan, and I used to have the fort that we talk about here, and I would be the DJ in the fort supplying my cassettes. And when this song ramped up, you knew it was going to be a good afternoon. Here it comes, Running With The Devil. Wherever you are, Eddie, we're sending this one out to you. The Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Michael Penn, No Myth. I love this song. It's on every CD mix I make. What color are my pants? Hey, they're fresh. <laughs> they're black jeans. I'm still, <laughs> as a result of this song, I've been wearing black jeans for 30 years. I get a lot of crap for it, but it's what I feel comfortable in. That was for Rock and Robin. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for the five. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. Five. On Z93. So on the Colvin Brothers Z93 Facebook page, this week, random celebrity encounters. Now, I've had many because of what I do for a living. Let's do one each. That way we don't kill everybody on this radio. A random one. I was uh, with our voice guy, Greg O'Brien, because I'm always with him. And we were watching uh, Laughter on the 23rd Floor, Neil Simon play in New York. And uh, Greg's like, bro, Gene Wilder is sitting over there. Why don't you go over and say something to him? So I walk up to Gene Wilder. The show's over. And I just said, Gene. You make me feel like dancing. <laughs> he shook my hand. He's like, well, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good day, sir. Yes. So mine, uh, I was up in Kenny Bunkport, Maine. Okay. That, and I didn't realize it was the home of the Bush family. Okay. So I went out to dinner with my wife and we go into the restaurant. And there's a full table of everyone wearing um, jackets. And my wife goes, I think you're underdressed. And I go, well, we're already here. So let's sit down. Mm-hmm. So the waitress comes over and goes, I don't know if you guys realize, turn around. It was George Bush Sr. That table was the Secret Service all wearing their jackets. And they were all eating broccoli, I bet. <laughs> broccoli Rob. But uh, yeah, it was just really cool. And I, I actually told the waitress, I said, I do an awesome, I wouldn't say awesome, but I do a great impersonation of Dana Carvey impersonating George Sr. And somebody wrote on my Facebook page when I posted about it, wouldn't be prudent. That's right, indeed. <laughs> so the number five in the Colvin Five Random Celebrity Encounters is... Aunt Lisa in 2003, she was playing tennis with Diana Ross. Who I understand is not the most pleasant person in real life. It was a round-robin mixed doubles tournament in Greenwich, and apparently Aunt Lisa's not good at tennis, and everyone was so awestruck with Diana Ross that kept hitting at Aunt Lisa, and they lost. Of course they did. Number four, this is the place where these things just happened. Uh, Christine in New Paltz worked at Mohawk, fell off a stepladder when Ron Howard came into the gift shop, stole Paul Simon's autograph when he signed his purchase to his room, and she also met Dee Snyder there, which everybody meets Dee Snyder. But Mohawk Mountain House, you don't watch Billions. I know your wife does. They did an entire episode at Mohawk in the current season. Yeah, I read about that. And I'm, I'm like, oh, I've done a wedding in that room. I've played that, that. That's where I do cocktail hour. It was a very cool thing. We love Mohawk Mountain House. It's one of the few venues that I've actually played since the pandemic hit. Number three, George Poughkeepsie met William Sadler yes. at the South Hills Movie Theater. Now, I worked at the theater back in the day, and I don't know if you know this, but William Sadler lived right next to Jennifer in Burbank. Our sister Jennifer, yes, for a brief time. She's lived in about 80 different spots, so chances are she's lived next to a bunch of celebrities. And if you're Googling it, Bill and Ted's Bowie's Journey, he was in Die Hard 2 and Shawshank Redemption. That's a good one. Number two, Brian and Fishkill ran into Samuel L. Jackson, one of our favorites, at Walmart. His daughter was going to Vassar at the time, so he went up to the car and told him, hey man, I love when you drop the F-bomb in all your movies, and Samuel's reply was, everybody tells me that. (laughs) And now it's time for the big closer. Big closer! So this gentleman, Larry... 
posted the photo along with the story on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. Chevy Chase. Cheddar cheese. At a gas station in Westchester County. That's outstanding because Chevy Chase, at least in my youth, and I guess a good portion of yours, he was probably the biggest star that there was, at least for comedy. He's definitely a grumpy old man. If you go to the Facebook page for us, you can see the photo. It definitely checks out. It most certainly does, and he's going to be a topic of a future Colvin 5 when we get to the worst talk shows of all time, but he is integral in this song from Paul McCartney, is he not? Spies Like Us. Did you ever see that movie? In the theater, Stephen. Who are you talking to? Probably because of Donna Dixon, right? I think it was because of Soul Finger, but this is Spies Like oh, Us. Soul Finger! From Paul McCartney. Can we get that on the show? Let's do it. This is going out to Barbara at Tickets and Amenia, the Colvin Brothers on... <laughs> The Colvin Brothers on Z93.
Real Hudson Valley heroes. Real Hudson Valley heroes. We salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer. You landed yourself a swank job with the DOT just days before the pandemic hit. And now you dangle from the back of a pickup truck for eight hours a day. Working nine to five. You wear your card hearts with pride as you strategically arrange your orange dunce caps and endure the obscene insults and gestures of the frustrated drivers you are so gallantly trying to protect. Recipe for road rage. After your three-hour lunch break, you make another pass. Replacing the pylons so recklessly knocked over by old ladies, student drivers, and millennials on their cell phones. Make a left on the lion! With your steel-toed boots giving you a confident stride, you pick up those cones faster than a Metallica Rodeon meth, prodding your foreman to pat you on the back and say, Job well done, George. Your world is your bathroom, COVID-19 hasn't stopped you. Your windshield is your mask. Your rock salt is your hand sanitizer. And the virus you're concerned with is the one you downloaded from DirtyNurses.com. Ow! So we salute you, Mr. Road Cone Placement Engineer, your mocking paint, your reflective vest, and your bang box. You are a real Hudson Valley hero. The Colvin Brothers on Z93.
It's the Coleman Brothers on Z93, Manic Monday, The Bengals. Written by Prince and Susanna Hoffs, the original Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I love everything she does. She is absolutely my favorite female vocalist of all time. In addition to her work with The Bengals, there is a great series that she did with Matthew Sweet, another favorite, and it's called Under the Covers. And it's almost sacrilege when you prefer a cover to the original song, and these are mostly iconic classic rock tunes. I mean, I'm eight years younger than you, and I was a huge fan of her. I used to watch all the videos on MTV. I had the Greatest Hits album, which I played for the kids in the basement. She still looks amazing. She's in her 60s now. We're friends on Twitter, and uh, I can't get enough of her, so it was a real pleasure to play her today on the Colvin Brothers Show. What do you got, younger brother? All right, folks, so Michael is eight years older than me, so you would think that he would have a head start on horror movies. We're in October, mm. and as we talked about, we're going to do a lot of Halloween-themed stuff this month. So I have for you the Horror Movie Challenge. All right, hit me, because you know I'm going to suck at this, but hit me. Well, this is how the game's going to go. And the man behind the curtain, do me a favor, put a little 60-second uh, clock on this so we time it out, and anytime he gets one right, give me a little ding. Thanks, Dad, brother. So what we're going to do is I'm going to name you the killer. You just have to tell me the movie it's linked to. I'm going to be so bad at this. Go ahead. I'm giving you a softball to lead things off. Arr. Number one, Michael Myers. Halloween. Halloween, Okay. I would have killed you. <laughs> I would have killed you if you didn't get that one, kid. Number two, the tall man Angus Scrim. <laughs> I don't know the, the, the Scrim Brothers fairy tales. I don't know. Phantasm. Wonderful. So that's one and one. Okay. Number three, Jason Voorhees. Well, that's obviously Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen that series. Voorhees, a jolly good fellow. I saw it in uh, the drive-in a couple months ago. Ghostface. I know Ghostface Killer. He's a rapper. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The Basket Case. I'll give you, I'll give you a clue. Nev Campbell started it. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Scream. Oh, oh, fair enough. Number five, Pinhead. Was it a documentary about the Ramones? Oh, man. <laughs> cousin Alan's going to be so disappointed. He used to write for Fangoria, our cousin. Hellraiser was Pinhead. Oh, okay. Number six, Leatherface. How many of these are there? Uh, Saw. Come on, kid. Number six. I don't, know. I don't watch these things. It's not somebody that spends too much time in the tanning bed. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Number seven, the Jigsaw Killer. That's Saw. There you go. All right. I don't know how many we've got. The man behind the curtain will let us know. Number eight, Norman Bates. My name is Norman Bates, and I am a normal guy. That was a video that ran on MTV in the early days. Of course, that could be none other than Psycho. Anthony Perkins, do not watch the Vince Vaughn remake. Number nine, Jack Lawrence. <laughs> Isn't he the protagonist on Cobra Kai? <laughs> Actually, it might be the dad. It's uh, The Shining. Come on. I figured you would know Jack Nicholson. I, I, I was thinking Shining, but I haven't seen that. Now, I have seen The Shining. I don't want to hurt you. It's been so. Here's Johnny. I so. just want to kill you. Yeah, exactly. And to close it out, number 10. Big closer. Pennywise. It? There you go. Wendy oh. and RJ are going to be impressed. No, because I, Wendy and RJ will tell me about things that I don't know, and I, that just happened to stick. So, yeah, for Wendy and RJ in New Windsor, I don't know, buy me a beer the next time you see me at Mahoney's. we got Pete Townsend right now. Nothing horror-related here. It's Let My Love Open the Door. Our friend from A Day in the Garden, it's the Colvin Brothers on Z93.
service and entertainment whether it's a wedding sweet 16 corporate event or holiday party mad mike and friends know exactly how to show you and your guests the time of their lives with unlimited music library lights state-of-the-art sound and more to book an appointment call 845-485-7792 or visit madmikeandfriends.com mad mike and friends dj service and entertainment get the party started rocking the river i got a fever and the only prescription it's more cowbell. The Colvin Brothers on Z93. Come on, baby. 
Coleman Brothers on Z93. Blue Oyster Cult, don't fear the Reaper. I have a fever and the prescription is more cowbell. Jimmy Fallon talks about this all the time on his show because he would go out of his way to ruin skits. And this one, he's laughing the entire time. Classic. Right. And Christopher Walken, who is still with us, when his obit reel eventually rolls, that will be a big part of it. And he's not happy about it. Yeah, millennials, Generation Xers, they forget about Deer Hunter. They think his greatest accomplishment was that video from Saturday Night Live. In honor of Deer Hunter, Mao. And Don't Fear the Reaper was in so many movies. I mean, it's October, so I'll talk about 1978, Halloween, the mm-hmm. classic scene where they're driving up and uh, Annie's father, the sheriff, is talking to them and they're you know, they're smoking something they probably shouldn't be. And then Rob Zombie, who was a huge fan of John Carpenter, remade the movie in 2007, did the same thing and played homage to Don't Fear the Reaper in that movie as well. And the reason that uh, I wanted to hear it this week is because I was a little late to the game, but Mindhunter on Netflix, very streamable, excellent. I think there'll be an eventual third season, but COVID jam it up and for parents out there the the gentleman the nerdy type from the show i found this out Jonathan from Groff. i found out from uh i believe it was somebody in my family told me he is the voice of Kristoff in frozen he also plays king george in hamilton and absolutely steals the show and that's a hard one to steal but uh <laughs> it, you know it's it's october and you know the, the movie is about the, the the two guys that literally came up with the term serial killer so you get charlie manson you get the btk killer you get son of sam who's listening to the colvin brothers in otisville rock on sam <laughs> and a guy that i'd only heard of as the co-ed killer but ed kemper they should give this guy his own series he was amazing he, yeah he was fantastic it reminded me of and george if you're listening mike mccaffrey from the south hills movie theater <laughs> okay dead ringer yeah and it, it was just a, such a classic character and they they kept finding ways to bring him back because they didn't have to so so you know if you still have some downtime like like all of us make sure you check out Hunter on netflix and there's a rumor season three might happen and i'm hoping for it because uh it's definitely a great series all right i'm gonna send one out to the former program director of this very station in another life it was called star 93 some years ago he wanted to hire me but i sounded too classic rock well who's laughing now jimmy bills here comes our karaoke classic she's tight from cheap trick the coleman brothers on z93 
Colvin Brothers. One louder. Why don't you just make ten louder and make ten be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to eleven. The softer side of Z93. Let's set sail. on Z93, Van Morrison, Jackie Wilson said. I'm sending everything out to the OB today. I love him. He's the voice of uh, the Hudson Valley Heroes that we've Bro, been getting so much response that's to. That's beautiful. And it's a great thing to get those on the air again. So we love you, Greg, and like you've been saying for 17 years, you'll be moving back soon. Various ways you can listen to us. Obviously, if you're listening in Texas, you're listening to Z93HV.com. On the radio dial, 93.3. The iHeartRadio app is always a great way for those of you that are on the go. Alexa, play Z93 on iHeartRadio. That's every way that you can listen to the Colvin Brothers. And we would love to get some feedback from you, share some requests. We do requests. Go to the Facebook page right now, the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Who died today? So today, I got three for you, kid. Oh. Red Fox of Sanford and Sons. Elizabeth! He finally came to Elizabeth, didn't he? 1991. He was actually filming another show. He was part of another sitcom, and they, I, I want to say he died on set. They continued on without him, but of course, it just sunk without a trace. But Red Fox, another highly influential uh, comedian of his era. Sanford and Son was always on in the basement with Frank. Uh, we had a fire going at Gold Road, and Dad would always get a good chuckle out of uh, Red Fox. Lamont! Lamont, you big dummy! In 2006, I have to mention a New York Yankee. Because unlike the Mets, we do play in October. Former New York Yankee, this is a very sad story. Corey Lytle, if you remember, Corey Lytle flew a plane into a building in New York City. Yeah, we exited early from the postseason that year. I want to say it was against Detroit. And when it happened, they didn't know it was Corey Lytle. So it was only five years removed from 9-11. And there was thoughts that it could have been terrorist-related. But in fact, it was former Yankee Corey Lytle. And I believe that we saw his last appearance on the mound. Yeah, we did. We're big Yankee fans. He was also a Philadelphia Philly. The last one is Robert Forster in 2019, a year ago. Robert Forster was a character actor of some renown for 
for many, many decades. And what happened, and this, I love Quentin Tarantino for this, he gave him a pivotal role in the movie Jackie Brown, like in the late 90s. And it totally revived his career, where he not only started showing up in everything, he became part of the Breaking Bad family. And ironically, the night that they debuted El Camino, the Breaking Bad uh, postscript show, on Netflix, an hour after watching it, I got the news on my phone that Robert Forster had passed. So if that's not kismet, I don't know what is. And to our surprise, we watched the, the first episode of Better Call Saul, and he was on the first episode, which was a very nice surprise. What was cool about it is that he filmed both the Better Call Saul segment and the El Camino segment on the same day in the same location. So they had that in the can, which was nice. All right, everybody, we got to go change our cat's litter box, so we got to get out of the studio. This is going out to Elizabeth and Rosebuds in New Windsor. What's the story of Jags? Kings switching the glide. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you next Sunday on the radio. Colvin Brothers on Z93. Hey, Judy. Get Judy. You said to call you up, and I was feeling booty. Hey, little Donna.
Colvin Brothers Podcast. Might choke Artie, but it ain't gonna choke Stein. It's family. Wow.